Welcome back to After the Mother Sports Talk, and I'm your host, Aiden Mayer. So today's episode is just going to be a short one. I don't have a ton of time. We're not going to be joined by Colin. And there really isn't a ton to talk about. We could, like, as I said, like, break it down NBA. Um, you should go check that out. They do kind of different content all about the NBA and talk about all these different things. And we do day-to-day news. But we could have done, like, a list or something. But I don't have a ton of time, so this is probably not going to be a 30-minute episode. Unfortunately, Charles or Billy, they haven't called us back yet. Or if you guys want to call in, again, Anchor Mobile app. Um, just type in after the other sports talk and send in a voice message on the Anchor mobile app. And they haven't called back. None of you guys called in, so no callers today. And we've had some for the past few days. But today we're just going to be talking about um, – we're going to be talking about last night. Well, first we're going to talk about what's going on with the a Red Sox starting rotation. It has not been good so far. Uh, we're going to get to that and – what to make out of Kyrie and Al Horford sitting last night. Um, And we're going to get to all that coming up now. So, the Boston Red Sox, the defending world champions, finished out their season, um, their series with the Seattle Mariners, the opening series. And we finished it out one and three. And let me tell you, we stole that second game. We finished it out one to three. Personally, when I look back at our spring training, we were not great. I don't take much out of spring training, but if all of a sudden we have some horrendous record, I get slightly worried. But like the tiniest bit, spring training doesn't mean much, but I like to see at least be okay because spring training doesn't matter. But anyway, you come in the first game, you lose 4-12. I'm like, ooh, you know what? Personally, as I said, I don't take too much from opening day. But your opening day, so far, your hit today you lost eight to ten to the Mariners. Your hitting has been pretty good, as I said, over average. And your bullpen, I look back, and your bullpen's been all over the place. Because when I say that, I'm saying today it was okay. Um, you had you kind of got away with some some things. I thought like. You you let up what? Your bullpen came in for a total of today. This is today. 5.1 innings, and you allowed six hits, one earned run, and three walks. So, you know, you let up nine base runners and got away with only one earned run. But overall, your bullpen's been better than I thought. It's overachieved a little. Your hitting's been about what I expected. Very good. And your pitching's been the reason you're at one and three, I think. And I told you guys last episode, this was when they had only played two games. So far, I said, watch out. Um, the first two games, we saw um, Chris Sale did not do well starting pitching. Then the next game where you won, Nathan Avaldi didn't play very well either. It was just your bullpen came in and was spectacular. Like, they were amazing in the second game. So then... We've already talked about those first two games. If you hadn't heard that, I'm not going to talk about that really in depth. So if you want to hear that, go check out our last episode. Um, but then yesterday, you lost five to six to the Mariners. And Eduardo Rodriguez comes in looking to kind of be the first starting pitcher to really put up a good performance. And you start out the game and he lets up two runs in the first inning. I'm like, great, this is this has been the whole season so far. But then he comes in second inning, no runs, third inning, no run. I'm like, all right, I think he's starting to find his pace a little. Fourth inning, um, he lets up a run um, with an out when he gets pulled out. So 
clearly Eduardo Rodriguez couldn't find anything either. Only pitched 4.1 innings, 8 hits. 8 hits, sorry. 5 earned runs, 3 walks, and 5 strikeouts. So, his strikeout numbers weren't horrible, but he let up 11 base runners in 4.1 innings. And I think something we forget is the fact that we are facing the Mariners. This is a team that was expected pretty much by everyone to finish fourth in their division, right ahead of the Rangers. And they've actually been pretty good this season. They're four and one. Uh, I mean, sorry, they're five and one because um, they have like a, a two-game series, something weird. Like the, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Japan. There was some series that actually counted for them. So it was really weird. Um, so technically this wasn't really their opener, but it was, it was, is very strange. But then today, all right, can Rick Porcello finally be the first person to, no, he's horrible. 2.2 innings, six hits, four and runs, four walks, three strikeouts, 2.2 innings, he let up 10 base runners. What's going on with the pitching? What's going on? And I, I told you guys last episode, I said, I feel like the um, pitching is going to underachieve a little this year. This top five rotation so far has been horrible. And the reason, instead of you're three and one, it's the reason you're one and three. And it has not been a great start to the season. The hitting's been good. The bullpen's overachieved. But your starting rotation has been a killer. And I thought it was, I thought it'd still be good. I thought it'd be at least top six, top seven. But it underachieved a little. Um, because I feel like you have some of those guys who's like, are they going to have a good year or a bad year? So, you know, again, what do I take out of this? It's one series. Maybe all of a sudden the Mariners' bats just really got hot at the right time, which, I mean, all four pitchers struggle against, please. You know, maybe all the pitchers just need a game or two to, you know, get all the rust out. Maybe it's a place like Seattle. They've been in Fort Myers for a while, so they're not used to this colder weather. Um, ish, coldish weather. So maybe they just needed a, um, you know, a, a, ga- a few games to get used to this type of weather, and it was just something different for them. I hope that's what it is because um, David Price is the only one who hasn't pitched, and we have uh, Billy has to get back to me on this quickly. Uh, if he, if you're listening to this right now, Billy, try to get back to me because technically tomorrow you might be listening to this so if you're listening to this and it's monday monday at 1007 the game starts and david price is on the mound so hopefully david i listen i don't know what to t- like david i want the red Sox to win but i don't want to lose that bet so the bet was that david price would go three and up so hopefully he gets back to me on that quick because we'll have a episode tomorrow, hopefully done before 10.07. Hopefully we do one tomorrow, I expect to. But you're starting pitching. What do you take out of this? Uh, call in on the Anchor Mobile app. Does it mean much or nah? You know, it's first series. We're playing in Seattle again, the weather. But again, it's just suspicious that all four, uh, you know, the pitching coach. I forget who our pitching coach is, but do we point the finger at him? But then again, the bullpen's done good. So listen, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks. But, again, I'm not going to hop on their case too much or panic. You have another four-game series. Look, what's up with these four-game series? Another one against the Athletics. So, again, two eh, teams. The Athletics are a little better. But I don't know why he's struggling against the Mariners so much. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see how this goes. Uh, the Oakland weather should be a little better, a little more Fort Myers and then Arizona Diamondbacks. So I'm pretty sure your way for all is your first home series against the Blue Jays on April 9th, which makes sense. I mean, 
you want those warmer places. Seattle's not cold, but it's not really warm either. It's kind of, eh. So, you know, maybe it is kind of a weather thing, but I don't even think the weather's been that bad. Maybe, I think maybe it's just the first series and the Mariners' bats are just getting hot. But why would all four of them be struggling? So, yeah, again, Anchor Mobile app. Call in when your thoughts with that. So, again, short episode today. So now we are going to get to why... What's going on with Kyrie and Al Horford sitting last night? Because I touched up on this last episode, but I thought about it more this morning. Because you know, I just kind of said that on the fly, and I really thought about it, and I have a different take on that. So I'm coming with that take for you guys right now. So last night, coming off um, of a big win against the Pacers, we were currently tied with the Pacers for the fourth seed, but had the tiebreaker. Um, and we are going off against the Nets last night. Um, this game was at the Barkley Center, so that was in Brooklyn. And it was out off of a back-to-back. So keep that in mind. This is coming off a of back-to-back, and you travel from Boston to Brooklyn, which isn't a huge travel, but it's something. And we all know that Kyrie is someone who likes to take a ton of regular season games off just here and there. He just sat out a game against Cleveland like six days ago, and he's constantly sitting out games here and there just to, you know, for load management. But him and Al Horford missed the game last night. And I said, I was like, all right, you know what, back to back, these, you know, rest the guys for the playoffs. But then I thought about it more, and I said, all right, so the Pacers lost, yes, that's a good thing, but you could have taken a, I think, a two-game lead or a game lead or something. Like a two-game lead, but yeah, you could have been ahead of them two games with the tiebreaker with like five games left last night. Now, Al Horford sat um, with a day-to-day injury because he had a left knee soreness and other reasons, apparently, but I think it was just a left knee soreness. That I get. Al Horford should have been sitting last night. He's probable for Monday's game against the Heat. Probable. So, he's probably going to play tomorrow. But obviously, there's something bothering him. And I think Al Horford should have sat. But Kyrie Irving sitting again. He said there was a back soreness. He had a lower back soreness. Quotation marks. I've heard this bogus all year. And I'm not saying Kyrie Irving's an Iron Man here. I mean, this guy's had some obvious hip problems, and like he had that surgery to put nails and something like ew, weird. And I'm not saying he is. I think he does need to take some of these days off. But again, you just took one off against Cleveland. Just did a few, like six to five days ago. So you know, give me a break. I I don't know. Is this Kyrie Irving? Like every four games, I have to sit one or five. Is this what we have to deal with? And last night, he just should have played. He was getting off the bench, high-fiving teammates. Yeah, let's go, even though we lost. Um, and I just thought he should have played last night. I don't think there was a huge problem. He, he seemed fine on the bench. And sure, you say he's on the bench. But he's getting up, high-fiving. Yeah, he seemed fine. It was just a load management, which he takes too many of. Okay? He takes too many load management days, and it's going to cost you some games. Listen, you're not going to get the three seed, but I think you need the four seed. Here's why. Your team is 27-12 at home and 18-20 and on the road. You've lost more games on the road than you've won. You are horrible on the road. You're pretty good at home. And you're probably saying, well, how much does it matter? How good are the paces at home? The paces are 28-10. and They're better than you are at home. And on the road, they're 17-20. and They're better than you are at home and worse than you are on the road. And you're bad on the road and you're real good at home. So, 
that four seed is huge in the first round. Should you beat the Pacers? Yes. But the Pacers, like, the Pacers, I sound like a Boston accent, Pacers. But anyway, getting back on track. The Pacers have given you some games, even without Oladipo. And I think that game, even if you, all right, if you're the five seed, I'm still going to pick you to beat the Pacers. Pacers. But that, you could lose that just because you didn't have home court advantage in game seven. And I think if you have home court advantage, you could probably make it a five, six game series. You could, but I don't know if you will. And I think you need home court advantage. Some people will say, no, this Pacers team isn't great, but they they gave you a game, and Nate McMillan's just one of those coaches that gets his uh, players to really play hard. And I think they could give you a series, especially because this team just hasn't really gelled really well together, and you never know what kind of night they're going to have. But Kyrie sits last night also, and something else I wanted to bring up was it turns out last night, Jason Tatum before the game had an illness and wasn't really expected to play, but in the locker room he's hurling up and he – not in the locker room before the game. He's hurling, and then he was able to keep uh, pregame, uh, the pregame dinner uh, food down. He held that down. I was like, Coach, I'm good to play. Plays 30 minutes and only scores nine points. Two rebounds, three assists. And you could tell he wasn't 100% last night. So if Tatum can play through an illness holding down his food and Kyrie's just taking a load management, what's up with that? You might as well just sit Tatum at that point as well. But Kyrie also, even with Al Horford, I could argue this, but especially with Kyrie, if Kyrie is a little sore, how sore really are you taking so many load management? Can you just play like 20 minutes for us? Because I do think last night's game mattered. And I did say last night thing was, too, I wanted the Nets to make the playoffs. Because, listen, I, you know, from Boston, I even like, I just like this Nets team. They're a young team. I really like Dan. I don't like D'Angelo Russell's personality, but I've always liked his play style, never given up on him. I just like that Nets team. I want them to make it over, like, the Magic or the Heat. Um, Even though I want to see Dwayne Wade make it, and I've always kind of been a Heat fan. It was weird how I am. I don't really like them, but I, it's weird. And Orlando's like, one of my favorite places on earth, but still, I just want to see that Nets team. They were, I like them, and then 39-38 due to their win last night. But you still, you needed that. That's what I'm focused on. Is you needed that game last night, and it's not like that Pacers game's a given. They lost last night, 121 to 116 to the Magic, and you could have taken a two-game lead with the tiebreaker, and then we can sit these guys. But Kyrie at least should have played 20-25 minutes. I think he's fine, but at least 20, 25 minutes. If Tatum can, you know, clearly Tatum was not really that great to play in last night's game. Uh, last night, you know, I'm not really going to go over the game because you, you should have lost last night. The Nets are really going to come in hungry and you're just kind of sitting your players. But Tatum was not good, which was expected. Morris was okay. Uh, Baines was, Baines. He was not very good at all. Terry Rozier stayed inconsistent and was horrible last night. Uh, Smart was okay. Uh, Jalen Brown, again, I've told you, I he's been good down the stretch, but there's always those games where he just kind of, eh. And yesterday was that day, 32 minutes, 9.6 rebounds, 3 assists. And then Gordon Hayward led the way with 19 points behind him, Daniel Tice. So, yeah, that's my new take on um, – what should have happened last night and what uh, did happen last night. You probably should have lost. Um, 
with Kyrie and Al Horford out, but I understand probably Al Horford saying Kyrie at least should have been played like 20, 25 minutes, even if he's a little sore. Well, probably wasn't not that bad. But uh, yeah, you guys are probably asking for some NCAA. We are going to make probably a whole episode or two. I don't know, but there's going to be a lot of NCAA talk probably when it all is over because I told you that I don't want to like chunk it up. Maybe we do a Final Four preview and all that or a Finals preview something, but... I don't know. I do plan on doing a lot of NCAA talk, like my brackets some takeaways, winners and losers, all of that. We're going to get to a ton of NCAA once it's all over, but I just kind of wanted to wait. I don't know why, I just did. So that's all we have for you guys today. There's uh, no Colin. Sorry for the short episode, um, but I hope you guys enjoyed. Colin on the Anchor Mobile app, please. Uh, I hope Billy and Charles get back to me. I hope you guys, new callers come in, please. Or any suggestions, anything. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next time.